Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That sounds crazy enough to work. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. The sooner we're through, the sooner we'll be back in town drinking cold beer. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the Radio Airways folks. Having defended that belt, get this, better than 29 years. And straight up today, we're talking with one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. My number one guy, I'm talking about Larry Holmes. That's right, Larry Holmes will be here to discuss the passing of Ken Norton. Of course, Ken Norton, the anointed WBC champion back in 1978 when some politics were involved and Leon Spinks didn't want to fight Ken Norton. He wanted to rematch Muhammad Ali instead. So the WBC stripped Leon Spinks, gave the title to Ken Norton. Ken Norton lost it in his first defense against Larry Holmes, one of the most memorable 15-round heavyweight fights in history. So Larry will be here a little bit later in this hour to talk about Ken Norton, talk about some other boxing things. Larry is always a great conversation. Straight up, we've got two hours right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network today. The first hour will be all about boxing. Of course, we'll talk Mayweather. We'll talk the fights in England last night because there was some. There's a seven-hour card. I, I got to give it to Barry Hearn. He put on a seven-hour card last night in in England. It was live on the internet. It was fantastic to watch. Thank God for Box Nation, man. Box Nation's got it going on. But the bottom line is, we're talking UFC 165 in hour number two. I'm talking about MMA. John Jones narrowly retaining the World Light Heavyweight Championship with a unanimous nod over Alex Gustafson. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the American Forces Network, and, of course, the iHeartRadio Network. Open phone lines, coast-to-coast. You want to join me, you can. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Do what it won't, give what it won't. Respect come to you. And you can hold your man. No matter what happens in life, I will always be there for my brothers. Through thick and thin, we're blood. Except if I crush them in fantasy football, then they can cry over my untouchable roster that says, talk to me next season. Blood's thicker than water, but isn't thicker than football. Crazy about football? Head to Sears for big TVs and big brands from Samsung to Sharp. Save $70 on a 51-inch Samsung Plasma TV, only $479.99. This is the ultimate football experience. This is Sears. Offer ends 921.13. See stores or sears.com slash football for details. Prices may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are InSphere Insurance Solutions. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, InSphere Insurance Solutions can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. 
InSphere Insurance Solutions is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. Life is a wild ride. But even that couldn't prepare you for this. You're on your ninth wild ride, the Carnival Twist and Whirl. Your granddaughter's wishes trumping your amusement park fears. And it's here, healthy enough to feel the joy over the terror that the question hits you. How did I get here? Was it just hard work or smart choices? Like choosing Rite Aid and exclusive benefits for seniors with Rite Aid's new Wellness 65 Plus program. You get free pharmacist consultations that include medication reviews, blood pressure screenings, and immunization checklists. Wellness 65 Plus also gives you points for every prescription, even Medicare, that earn you up to 20% off your Rite Aid purchases fast. All meant to keep you here. Now that you've actually gotten here, here, being the best and bravest grandma in the whole wide world. Stop by and enroll free in Wellness 65 Plus at Rite Aid today. With us, it's personal. Certain limitations apply. See your Rite Aid store or riteaid.com for details. Studies show that as many as 90% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. Traditional vitamin D pills can lose up to 90% of their potency as they pass through our system. Introducing BioD Supreme, the absorbable vitamin D. This unique vitamin D spray quickly and easily provides therapeutic levels of premium vitamin D doctors recommend we need every day. Stop wasting your money on pills and get with the spray. Try BioD Supreme today. Call 1-800-709-7805. That's 800-709-7805. Again, 800-709-7805. 7805. Well, I'm on Ring Talk, and as you know, this is one of the first shows that got onto the internet. Uh, my friend Pedro is a true fighter in his own uh, his own uh, mind, I should say, but he really is. I seen him exercising the other day, getting ready for somebody. I don't know who it is because everybody is taking shots at him, so I see him getting himself in good condition so that he could fire back. Never been one to say die, never been one to hide out. He comes on, damn the torpedoes, full steam ahead. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I know nothing, nothing. Check it, 12 and a half minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the boxing hour. Of course, we are Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour. We're combining both boxing and MMA into one hour right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And then we come back with this Sunday, the Grand Slam Show, two hours, 11 a.m. Pacific time. The first hour, all about boxing. The second hour, all about mixed martial arts and the UFC. We're talking a lot of John Jones in hour number two. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And if you were looking forward to... Next week's heavyweight clash in the U.K., I'm talking about, man, David Hay, the once-beaten former cruiserweight champion, former WB light heavyweight, uh, WB heavyweight title holder. What's he like, 26-1, and 24 KOs. We'll stick on Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, guess what? Tyson Fury, it's not going to happen for you, man. You're probably going to get chopped down by somebody else outside of David Hay because the fight is off. David Hay suffered a nasty six-inch, six Stitch cut over his left eye, sparring with Deontay Wilder, the American hope. The 2008 Olympic bronze medalist was like 29 with 29 knockouts. Anyway, Hayes out. I'm looking at the cut right now on the internet. Man, that cut is pretty bad. It's right over the left eye, and it's in a nasty spot, and it will take at least six months before David Hay can fight again. So David Hay and Tyson Fury's off. And you know what? Why not put Tyson Fury together with Derek Chisora, my favorite guy? Not. Anyway, Chisora, of course, is... 
the bad boy. Call him what you want. He's a little crazy. He's 18 and 4 with 12 KOs, but he scored a five round beatdown yesterday of Edmund Gerber. Gerber came in at 23 and 1, but the one fight he lost was to Michael Sprout, who was a journeyman fighter out of the, out of Europe. And he's now 23 and 2, 14 KOs. It was a one sided fight. Chisora came in the lightest. Uh, He's been in a long, long time, if not ever. Says he's going to lose more weight. Says he'll come in about 210 for his next fight. But he stopped, the fight was stopped at 250 of round number five, and it was a one-sided fight as it went. Take that back, round number four, a one-sided fight as it went. The bottom line is David Hay, he's out of the picture. Tyson Fury needs a fight. How about December with Chisora? Of course, Chisora has already lost Tyson Fury, but guess what? That was a different Derek Chisora. Derek Chisora in shape is a worthy fighter. He really is. Some other fights on that card, and that was a Frank Warren card. I want to mention it was Frank Warren, not Barry Hearn, that promoted this card on Fox Nation yesterday. But unbeaten Frankie Gavin won a 12-round uh, unanimous nod. It was a snoozer, folks. Uh, he's now 17-0, 12 KOs. Took on David Barnes, 27-3-2, 11 wax. was about for the British and Commonwealth. Welterweight's 147-pound title scores were 118-111, 118-112, 117-112, and 118-112. And struggled in a clash of unbeaten flyweights, Paul Butler, 13-0, went to, uh, take that back, went to 13-0 with a decision win over the much more experienced Miguel Gonzalez. It was over 12 rounds. Uneventful fight. Terrible fights. They weren't great fights, but you know what? The fights, there was a lot of meaning and, and, and purpose behind this card because Frank Warren's matchmaker just passed away. He just, I mean, I, I, met, the, I met the man in... In, in Budapest, Hungary, just a couple of weeks ago. I just, I just saw him. I was just, just with him, with Frank Warren and Mr. Powell. And I was like, whoa, gone. Dean Powell, gone. Passed away this week, age of 46 years old, younger than I. You know, it's got to make you take notice, folks. You know, we're not here forever, and you never know when your number is going to be called. But the bottom line is, Frank Warren in uh, a bit of distress last night. Chisora looked a little stressed out. I mean, this guy, Powell, he was like everything to Frank Warren. He put Frank Warren promotions together. He put together the best promotional company in the world. And, yes, Frank Warren is the best promoter in the world, folks. Hands down. Don King, Bob Arum, Golden Boy, nah, 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 nah. Frank Warren, week in and week out, Frank Warren is the guy delivering the goods. I'm telling you. And the fights from the U.K. and from around Europe, they've been good fights. Last night's car wasn't all that good, but... As I said, there's a lot of emotion involved with the passing of Mr. Powell. So Mr. Powell passed this week. Ken Norton, of course, the former WBC heavyweight title holder. I won't call him the world champion because he was anointed champion in 1978. I explained it earlier when Leon Spinks didn't want to fight Muhammad Ali. I take that back. Leon Spinks wanted to fight Muhammad Ali and not Ken Norton. And the WBC said, you must fight Ken Norton. And the money was fighting Ali. So, you know, obviously Spinks went back and fought Ali. A shot Ali. And, of course, he lost a 15-round decision him after beating him in a 15-round decision. So, at the end of the day, Larry Holmes went on to challenge Ken Norton for the WBC heavyweight title in 1978. It was a memorable event. It was an epic fight. I'm talking about 15 rounds and down the stretch, Larry Holmes really showed what he's made of. I'm talking about metal, chin, desire, heart. He's got it all. Of course, that's why I rate him the top heavyweight in the world. People laugh when I say that, but... I rate him over Marciano, over Joe Lewis, over Muhammad Ali, over Jack Johnson. I'm serious. This is why my top three looks like this: Jack Johnson, number three; number two, Muhammad Ali; number one, Larry Holmes. The jab, the chin. Nineteen defenses, the world heavyweight title. You got to give Holmes his props. I know a lot of people don't like him. A lot of people think he's he's snotty or he's rude, but he's never been snotty and rude with me. He hasn't. I mean, he's been a a class act with me since I met him back in the 1970s. So straight up. 
Larry Holmes will be on the show a little bit later in today's show, a little bit later in this hour. We'll talk about Ken Norton, boxing in general, and Larry Holmes. I always like talking about Larry Holmes. He's always a good subject to talk about. As I said, um, Frank Warren Promotions in Budapest, Hungary a few weeks ago, and I gave them this award. I mean, I gave them the award as far as being, you know, promoters of the year, European promoters of the year and things like that. And, and Mr. Powell came up and Frank Warren came up. And, of course, that was the night that, that Christina Hammer won the Female uh, Boxer of the Year Award, the Fighter of the, War, Fighter of the Year Award went to Vladimir Klitschko. Top Rank and Todd DeBuff, they grabbed the Promoter of the Year honors with Top Rank. Um, the European promoters, as I said, Frank Warren. Latino promoter was Osvaldo Rivera. Yeah, special recognition went to Klaus Peter Cole. USA promoter Don King, of course, champion. Tomika Kamita, the first Japanese WBO champion. And the awards for the European um, promotional honors went to Wilfred Sauerland. Of course, he was there. Kerry, I think, came up and took his award. International matchmaker, I can't believe this, was Sean Gibbons and USA matchmaker Eric Gomez uh, being of top rank and uh, Golden Boy Promotions put together. Of course, that, that horrible relationship they had is not good for boxing, and hopefully they, they can mend the fence some way. They can come together. I mean, they've got fighters that need to fight each other. In fact, if you've got some of the best fighters and the other guy's got some of the best fighters, guess what? Eventually, you're going to have to fight one another. I mean, I know the politics and the business and, and the mindset of Bob Aram is, is Bob is, look, Bob's 70-something years old, 80-something years old now. He calls his own shots, always has called his own shots, whether you like him or not. Some do, some don't, okay? It's Bob Aram. He's, he's himself, okay? Former U.S. attorney, of course, with the Bobby Kennedy administration. When I say the Bobby Kennedy administration, I mean the John Kennedy administration, but he was working under U.S. Attorney General Bobby Kennedy back in the early 1960s. That's how he got hooked on boxing. He went to do the accounting on a Floyd Patterson, Sonny Liston heavyweight title fight. I think it was in Chicago or something like that. And he realized the money involved. And guess what? Aram said, what am I doing working for the government for when I can go into business for myself and make all kinds of money? And that's what he's done. He's become a multi-multi-billionaire, of course, having built one of the biggest promotional companies in the world. No question about that. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, one 800 That's one 800 Hour number two, we'll be talking with um, Kyle Kingsbury, the UFC fighter. We'll talk about UFC 165. We'll also talk with Zach Young, the boxing writer and MMA writer. Of course, he's my man, Zach Attack. They call him Zach Attack on the web, but the bottom line is Zach delivers. He knows the goods, and he knows his fight. So we'll talk with Zach and Kyle Kingsbury in hour number two. Larry Holmes still to come. If you'd like to join me on the, on the toll-free, you can, 1-800-878-7529. Or you can shoot me an email. Ring talk, one word, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk at yahoo.com. This is the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, taking us to the break, a little East Bay soul with my man Greg Adams, former Tower of Power, main trumpet guy. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the American Forces Network, and the iHeart Radio Network.
Are you one of the 37 million Americans with student loan debt? If so, pay attention to this important announcement. Broadsword Student Advantage has free information on how you may be able to reduce your monthly payment, shorten your repayment term, or possibly have your remaining student loan balance completely forgiven. You heard correctly. You could potentially have your federal student loan completely forgiven. But you need to call now for free information to see if you qualify. Broadsword Student Advantage and Affordable Life Plans, a registered investment advisory firm, are working together to help you find a solution for your student loans. In one free call, you can discover how you may be able to cut your student loan payments, shorten your payment term, or have your loan forgiven. There is no cost or obligation for this money-saving information. Call now, 800-211-0448. That's 800-211-0448. Don't miss out. Call now, 800-211-0448. 800-211-0448. Or visit online at getforgiven.org. Are you an inventor? Or do you know an inventor who would like to attempt to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to industry? InventHelp, America's leading invention company, has inventors information you can have free. InventHelp has been helping inventors since 1984, with sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. Get free information of interest to new inventors from the company whose patent referrals have helped secure more than 7,000 patents. Even if you only have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll want this free inventor's information. It shows how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to industry. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! The heavyweight champion is taking the mandatory eight count, and Foreman is as poised as can be. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You ask me uh, how well did he fight, I don't know, but I can tell you one thing, he punched good. Soulful and the quickest of the true funk soldier. I don't need a yogi. It's decoded in my DNA. 
My daughter fell in love with this guy, Tom Bosey, when he was the lead singer for Tower of Power back in 1995. She was a little girl with the curly hair in the front row, and he pointed her out, and she was all enamored with him, and now he's doing his own thing. Of course, he is uh, with the uh, what is the New York Funk Harmonic Orchestra. He's got it going on. Tom Bosey's got a fantastic voice. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing this hour. Next hour, we're talking MMA. Bottom line is we are one week removed from the fight. I'm talking about the fight of fights. <laughs> you know it was. Floyd Mayweather winning a 12-round almost shutout decision over Saul Canelo Alvarez. Alvarez came in with lots of hype. And, uh, you know, I mean, people say, oh, he's bigger than Floyd. He's stronger than Floyd. He's younger than Floyd. Well, guess what? He's not more talented than Floyd. And I tried to get this point across to everybody. And everybody kept seem, seeming to like, wanted to ignore that. And you can't ignore it. The bottom line is. Floyd's Floyd's Floyd. There's not too many guys going to beat him for a long time to come, I don't think, unless he steps up to like 168 pounds. But straight up, it was a fantastic gate as far as the live record was concerned. I think the fight sold out like in an hour. And, of course, that fight over in the U.K. between between Tyson Fury and David Hay, that sold out like in an hour, less than an hour. So that one was ready to go, and that fight's off for the 28th. So for those of you that watch Box Nation, guess what? Not next week. Derek Chisora is looking to step in in December and take on Tyson Fury. But Tyson Fury, an emotional basket case because of the fact that David Hay has cut and the big fight is off. Because that would have been Tyson Fury's, um, can I say, he would have been exposed. He would have been beaten in that fight. So it would have been over for Tyson. So Tyson lives, Tyson fights, uh, Tyson lives on to fight another day. Speaking of living on to fight another day, my webmaster and writer at ringtalk.com, KP, Mr. Kevin Perry's in the house. What's up, KP? Very much. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Tim Bradley going to hook it up with Juan Manuel Marquez, uh, Come on, take it back. Let's talk history first. Let's talk about Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather looked untouchable to me. I, I didn't give Canelo any rounds, and I was really trying to give him rounds. You know, a couple of the judges gave him a couple of rounds, and Larry Mercer said he won a couple of rounds, but I just didn't see him winning an entire three-minute set. Did you? Um, yeah, if you got to think about not it, probably really, not. Not really. I, I mean, if, if, I think what the problem is is what happens when one guy is kind of um, – taking a shellacking or he's just kind of losing every round, you kind of tend to give the guy a pity round when uh, he does a little better than he did in previous rounds. So I maybe gave him one round. Okay, but the bottom line is... Out of pity. Okay, go ahead. I said I gave him one round out of pity. Okay, out of pity. Because it was out of pity. You know, Larry Merchant was on the show last week, the godfather himself, and, of course, the former HBO iconic figure. And he, he questioned the heart of Saul Alvarez. He didn't think Saul was pushing enough. He didn't think he was aggressive enough. He didn't think he, he sees the opportunity. He wasn't desperate enough. I would have been I would have fought Floyd Mayweather with a, a bit of a, a sense of desperation, having to do something significant. I mean you you can't just keep trying to outbox the best boxer in the world. I mean, didn't didn't Robert Guerrero try to do that too? Yeah, I think it was a huge problem, but that that Probably, in my mind, is part of the reason why Floyd uh, picked Canelo Alvarez uh, to fight him, because Canelo Alvarez really isn't a pressure fighter. He's a boxer, and Mayweather knew that he could outbox him. And I think it's part of the reason why you never seen uh, Floyd fight uh, guys like Paul Williams, Antonio Margarito, because those guys would keep coming. They would not let Floyd off the hook, and they would make Floyd fight. And Floyd kind of likes to relax in there and you know, not throw a whole lot of punches and kind of dictate the pace. And I think volume punchers, uh, they, they won't allow you to do that. And, and you kind of see that he doesn't tend to fight those types of opponents. And Alvarez, Alvarez is a perfect uh, 
opponent for him because Alvarez was going to just kind of sit there and not really expend too much energy and just kind of let Floyd dictate. So Floyd now 45-0, and 0, uh, Canelo losing for the first time, having a draw on his record as well. But where does Floyd go from here? Does he take on the winner of the aforementioned Manny Pacquiao uh, Tim Bradley fight. I mean, I take it back to Tim Bradley, Juan Manuel Marquez fight, or the Manny Pacquiao Brandon Rios fight. Which direction do you think Floyd's going in? Um, I, I think he should fight Manny Pacquiao. I think that fight, if uh, if Pacquiao can get a knockout over Rios, I think that's still a fight that could be a big, huge sell, and I think it would still break the uh, the pay per view record. I mean, Pacquiao's still a huge star. People's uh, memories are kind of short, so all Pacquiao needs to do is get a big victory. Um, I don't know if they could come to terms because of Bob Arum, but still I think that fight uh, should happen, and I think it'll still be huge. Um, he could also fight uh, Sergio Martinez. Eh. I think that's also a viable opponent for Floyd. Viable, yes, but um, attractive, uh, not really, because he hasn't looked. I mean, if he isn't shot, he's being shot at. I mean, he's just close to gone. I mean, I watched his last couple of fights. You can see the, the talent sort of like s- – coming out of Sergio Martinez as he approaches the age of 40. Well, I, I, I agree with you there, Pedro, but the thing is Martinez has been fighting a lot bigger guys, and I think against Floyd, Floyd will probably have a speed advantage, but uh, Martinez has been struggling because the guys he's been fighting have been bigger, and I think the fact that Floyd is a smaller guy, he's not going to pose as much of a physical threat to Martinez, so Martinez will have a chance to beat Floyd, and I think it would be a good... Uh, Southpaw Orthodox uh, style matchup. Okay. Next week, HBO goes back to the airwaves, of course, with Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. taking on Brian Vera. Um, Chavez Jr., he's been suspended for marijuana. I thought that was a bad rap. I mean, he had a little weed in the system, so they tried to fine him nine hundred grand. What kind of crap is that? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this drug testing stuff nowadays. I mean, they kind of never send the right message. You know, guys test positive for the uh, the therapeutic uh, use exemptions, and uh, they have six-to-one ratios in their system, and nothing happens to them. Then a guy tests positive for marijuana, and they treat him like he was, like shot somebody in the ring. So I, okay. I don't really understand what that's all about. Okay, one of the uh, decisions, one of the <laughs> worst decisions to come down in a while was the Draw put forth by C.J. Ross last week, the female judge, of course, out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Politically connected as she is. That's how she got that gig. Um, she's had more draws than I can remember. I was looking at her record. Draw, 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 draw. She just like to – she's a fence sitter. She sits on the fence. She doesn't want to, like, insult either side. So if she keeps coming up with these draws, she keeps getting assignments because, you know, nobody wants to, like, uh, she's okay. She's okay. She took care of me. She's okay. So everybody sort of, like, wanted to have C.J. Ross, I think, on uh, on their big fights. Now she's done. She After that 114-114 score, what was that woman thinking? Do you think she should just be um, banned for life for that score? Was it that, was that, is that, was it that bad of a score? Um, I, I thought it was pretty horrendous. I mean, for someone to be uh, a professional judge and getting paid $8,000, that's how much the judges, I believe, got paid for that fight. Mm-hmm. For them to, to score that terribly, I mean, it just sends a bad precedent that um, these judges aren't being uh, vetted properly. Um, they're, they're not being looked at for their previous performances. And when they put up bad scorecards, what happens is they just get rewarded for it. I mean, you heard what uh, Kaiser said. He was defending her scorecard. And Keith Kaiser. His, his story. Yeah, Keith Kaiser. His, uh, 
His story changed uh, a week later. Kaiser's the head of the Nevada uh, State Athletic Commission. Um, I mean, it's, it just puts a bad, bad taste in your mouth, and it gives a bad uh, impression on this, especially casual fans when they see this kind of stuff happening. It's just something negative. It's always a black guy on the sport of boxing, and I think we just get tired of it after a while, and I think that's what sours people on the sport of boxing, people who think the sport is fixed and, you know, it's just not not good. And plus, we need to get better officials. I mean, there's boxing is not that difficult to score. I mean, th- there's plenty of officials out there that are competent, but they keep using the same people over and over, and I, I just don't understand why. Well, let's switch gears just a little bit. I'm looking at the, the fights put forth by the United Kingdom, okay? Week in and week out, there have been big fights coming across the the pond as far as the Internet's concerned from Box Nation and Frank Warren and the people like that. I mean, we're talking six, seven-hour cards yesterday. Yeah, it was a little bit long. A couple of Commonwealth title fights on the card. Derek Tesoro was on the card. But boxing is alive and well in the U.K. And you know what? The judges are better. There are, there's less riffraff as far as the decisions are concerned in the U.K. Why, why, why can't we have the same balance here? Um, I, I think over here maybe it's just there's just more politics involved in uh, who's judging bouts. I mean, you see guys in uh, or men or women who are judges in boxing who are, I mean, over the age of 70. I, I just don't understand when the whole point of um, some, when somebody's judging a bout, the fact that they need to pay attention is probably like the most important part of being a judge. And you have people who are over the age of 60 and 70 judging bouts. I, I just don't see why they cannot get um, some younger judges in there. And, you know, they kind of base it on the amount of bouts that somebody's done, if they have a lot of experience. But it's, it's not that difficult to score a fight if you know what you're looking for. Yeah, cool. um, the, the sport is, is based on clean punching. Everything else kind of comes second. And I think the problem is a lot of judges nowadays are scoring basically on aggression and not scoring on clean punching. And I think that's something that really needs to be addressed at some of these uh, meetings if they even really have them anymore because it just doesn't seem like judges are being taught how to properly score. The great Kevin Perry of ringtalk.com. KP, all the best. All right, thank you. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. That main event next week, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., 46-1, and 32 wax, taking on Brian Vera, 23-6. and six. Take that back, 23 and, yeah, 23 and 6, been stopped twice. So look for him to get stopped a third time. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the American Forces Network, and the iHeart Radio Network. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This could cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never 
never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-673-9548 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-673-9548 to take your call now. Call 800-673-9548. That's 800-673-9548. Again, 800-673-9548. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt, and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. And in Ken Norton's head is that big three minutes. It's just three minutes. Don't make a mistake. We've got this fight in the bag. And in Allie's head, it's three minutes to put this guy away. And we will see what this three minutes brings as the tempo of the fight has not changed at all. Ken Norton still attack. A beautiful right hand by Ken Norton right on the jaw of Ali into a corner. Ali grabbing. Ken Norton having none of it. Winging those wild lights. Ali again out of the corner. Ali now moving back. Ali's got to stop and fight here. Ali trying an uppercut. Takes a great right hand to left. And Norton backs him into a neutral corner and pounds away at the ex-champion. 20 seconds left and Ali is battling for his life. He's battling to keep himself from getting knocked out. He's not even battling to win. He's just battling to stay in there till the bell. Well, it's less than 10 seconds. They will not be a knockdown. Ali scores with a great night, but it's too late, folks. As this fight is about to come to an end, Ken Norton still after the ex-champion. Five, Norton, four, Ali. Judge Fred Hayes, six points, Ali, five points, Norton. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Frank Rustage, seven points, Norton, five points, Ali. 
Norton wins. Norton wins the fight. Look at Norton jumping on the The late Ken Norton's great claim to fame, of course, beating Muhammad Ali in that non-title event, breaking Muhammad Ali's jaw. And that is the Tower of Power bringing us back from the break, folks. Speaking of Tower of Power, I'll get to that a little bit later in the show. But my guess is the best heavyweight ever. And people laugh when I say this, but I put it on paper when I rated the top three heavyweights of all time. I rated Jack Johnson, 53-11-9 with 34 KOs at number three. Muhammad Ali, 56-5, 37 KOs as number two. And number one was Larry the Eastern Assassin Holmes, 69-6, 44 KOs, 19 defenses of the World Heavyweight Championship. He joins us from Eastern Pennsylvania. How you doing, Larry? Hey, man, I'm doing better now that you call. Well, it's always <laughs> good. on your radio show. It's always good to talk to Larry Holmes, man. I mean, you, you, like I say, I have, more, I have a lot of respect for you, not only as a fighter, but as a person and as a parent. I mean, I, Larry, and nobody's perfect, but you know what? You're a pretty damn good guy. Hey, you know I try to be, man. Of course, you don't get nothing with vinegar. You get more with sugar than you do with vinegar. Okay. I but, want I want to stay sweet. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, Ken, Ken, the passing of Ken Norton this weekend, and you and I were together, and I don't know if you remember this, we're in Sacramento, California, and Harold Smith through, Harold Smith had some scam going. He brought us all yeah. into to Sacramento. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember it, man. Oh, okay. I it, you know? it, yeah, <laughs> I think everybody got a, a little bit of cash on that one. So anyway, so Ali, yeah. Ali tells tells Norton as we're standing there in that green room he says to him you know champ that third fight that third fight I think you got the best of it and when he told him that Norton almost you remember Norton almost started crying yeah and, and that's true I, you know I gave that to Norton too but you know what Ali was so big he had so much charisma and people liked him and uh and they gave it to him but you know what I fight it should win a fight and it should lose a fight Fairly, you, you, Norton won it fairly, but they didn't get it. That's and it's a shame. You know, Larry, when, when you were sparring with Muhammad Ali and like before the George Foreman fight, and you were a young, you were a young stud, then Ali was going coming back trying to win the heavyweight championship right. again. Um, what was it like being in camp with him? Because I've seen films of you, and you're like lighting them up like a White House Christmas tree. Yeah, you know, it, I was mostly pulling a lot of the punches that I was throwing. I wasn't really hitting him with full force. I was doing with a lot of open cuts because, you know, I knew what he had because I was a sparring partner for four years. And I knew he couldn't do anything with me. And to me, that was a payday for Ali, and that was it. So, hey, uh, you know, I didn't have to do no more than I did. Okay. How's your family doing? That son of yours, they came up with the greatest line of all time. He goes, what's it like to watch your father fight? He goes, it's very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you watch somebody that you care about fight, it is that way, you know. And, uh, you know, that's, that's normal. But, uh, hey, he had to get over it because I had to do what I had to do, you know. Okay. Speaking of doing what, you, doing what you had to do, the 1978 fight with Ken Norton is considered one of the greatest heavyweight fights of all time. It was held probably in the greatest fight arena of all time, the, the Caesars Palace Sports Pavilion, because it only held about 3,000, 4,000 people. Everybody in there got a ringside seat. But, man, Larry, that was 15 rounds of hell. What was what was, what was was going through your mind going down the stretch in the championship rounds there? Being the champion, winning it, getting the opportunity to win it and to taking advantage of getting that opportunity. Uh, you know, I might have said it all different and backwards and whatnot, but I think in the long run, they figured out what I just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it was a great day for me, man. It was a blessing from God. 
uh, it was a blessing for me to even meet guys like Kenny Norton and Muhammad Ali and places, people like that. Because, you know, you watch them on TV, you might hear them on the radio or whatever, or glance at them from a distance, but you never imagine that you'd be close to them. And, you know, I was I was just honored to be close to Kenny Norton and then to get the shot to fight Kenny Norton. That was even a bigger thrill, you know, and I was happy, man, that I... I can tell everybody that I was with the greatest fighters of all time. He can't. We're talking with Larry Holmes, folks, the Eastern Assassin, the former world heavyweight champion. In fact, if you go to ringtalk.com and enter top three heavyweights in history, top three heavyweight champions in history, you'll see the story I did on Larry, the, the late Jack Johnson, and, of course, Muhammad Ali. Now, Larry, I got to ask you this. Some historian just shot me an email here, and he says to me, Ask Larry what happened with Dwayne Bobbick. Did you lose? You lost to Dwayne Bobbick in the Amateurs, but you would never even put him in the same ring with you as a pro. What happened? <laughs> well, I lost to Dwayne Bobbick in the Amateurs because, you know, one of the things, we were fighting in the Olympic elimination to go to the Olympics. And what happened is uh, I qualified to fight the winner of Dwayne Bobbick and Nick Wells. And I think Dwayne Bobbick beat up Nick Wells and he was not able to go. And so that way he put it on me. And I had, and I, at that time, I was going down to light heavyweight. I lost a lot of weight and everything. I weighed about 180 pounds, I think, maybe a little less than that. But I didn't care. I didn't really want to go to the Olympics. I really didn't want to fight, go to Munich and fight. Something told me, don't go. Don't go there. So mm-hmm. I didn't put my best foot forward. I just did what I had to do. Okay. And he wanted to fight. And, hey, I God bless it and wish him the best, man. That's it. Okay. okay. What, what's life? What's life like now? I mean, for Larry Holmes, you own half of Easton, and, and if anybody has a complaint in Easton regarding a streetlight being out or a pothole or anything like that, you call Mayor Larry Holmes. You don't call anybody else, right, Larry? No, you don't. I, you, you don't call me. I'm not the man. You know, I, I mean, people would like to say that I do, and I don't own the city. I don't even. I, I don't even really want to live here anymore. But. Because, you know, I'm I'm treated not fairly, you know. Especially today, they're having a festival outside. And they brought all these trucks in front of this me on my patio that I can't see them band play. So I don't think that's really right for them to do that. But especially when you spend millions of dollars in the city. But they got their way of doing things, and I let them keep doing their things. But you know what? I'm not going to let it affect me. I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing until I don't want to do it no more. Okay. How will will history remember all, uh, Ken Norton for beating Ali that first time and and going going into the trenches with you for fifteen rounds? Is that his claim to fame? Well, let me let me tell you about Kenny Norton. Okay, all them fights that he had with Muhammad Ali and everything. But guess what? I remember Ken Norton doing huh. playing Mandingo, the movie Mandingo. That's right. That's and right. They killed him in that movie Mandingo with that white girl that he was with and had sex with. They killed her and then they killed him. That's when I first met Ken Norton. Wow. When that movie was out, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember even after we fought and I beat him and he was bitter about it, I used to say, Kenny, tell me, man, the movie looked like, did you really have that girl with no clothes on? He would never, never say yay or nay to any of that. <laughs> <laughs> just use your imagination. Use your imagination, you know, and because that's all it really was. But uh, he would never admit to nothing. He was a good guy, man. Kenny Norton would like people like Kenny Norton, and um, I like Kenny Norton. I like being around him. I like looking at him because the guy was built up to the day he 
probably died. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. like it was in shape. Yeah, all the time. And I, you know, I wonder how somebody looked like that to get into so much problem with their body with health wise. Well, you know, I, I, the accident, car accident, did something. I don't know. If the motorcycle accident did something to him. I don't know, but that could have probably had an effect to him down the road. Last time I saw and spent a lot of time with him was in, in obviously in Sacramento. But before that, 1995, we did New Year's Eve together on South Beach for a Harold Smith promotion. And I think Harold didn't come up with all the cash he was supposed to come up with on the morning of the uh, of everybody was supposed to leave, right? And there was Ken Norton in in the, in the lobby of the hotel. He was eating rock down there in South Miami Beach. Saying to me, like, I'm going to choke. I'm going to choke Harold. Have you seen Harold? I'm going to choke him. <laughs> Harold, Harold never got choked, but a lot of people wanted to choke him. Yeah, well, you know, he brought a lot of money. He had a lot of money. You know, I mean, I made one mistake by not taking some of that money that he offered, man. You know, when a guy brings you a million dollars and put it right in front of you in cash, you wonder, damn, that scared me alone. If he had brought me... A half a million, maybe that wouldn't scare me that, but he brought a whole million dollars and laid it on front of me. He signed these papers, all this money is yours. Real money. And, then, and, and I didn't take that money. I didn't I didn't take that money and I could have kicked myself in the butt every since, you know, because that money was good and it was legitimate and I didn't take it. Okay, but but you know what was funny about that money though was that when you talked to Don King, Don King said, Don't sign nothing, don't sign. Wasn't that the way it went down? The dog can't scare me. That, that's one of the reasons you're dying. Because you don't know where that money comes from. Don't take that money. That money is good. That money is Don King was looking out for Don King and not Larry Holmes because that million dollars in cash would look really good <laughs> in my bank account. Uh-huh. You know what? I, I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy guy. I know you're doing all kinds of different things, but... I thank you for the time that you spent with me. And in my mind, you are the best heavyweight of all time in and outside the ring. Because you know what? When it came down to telling it like it is, Larry Holmes wasn't afraid to tell somebody where to go. See, and most of these. I'm going to tell you this, then, okay? I'm going to tell you this real quick. You know, if you stop calling me, I'm coming out of retirement. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Come and get you. That's what I'm going to do. Come get you. Beat you up. Okay. I miss you, Larry. Always call me. All right. Bye, buddy. I miss you. Say hello to your wife and your kid for me, all right? You guys, Fernando. Talk to you later. The great Larry Holmes, folks, the Eastern Assassin on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking through the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. 29 years on the radio, of course. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Hey, the American Forces Network and the iHeart Radio Network. Taking us to the break, the great James Brown. The U.S. national debt was $5.6 trillion, and gold was $272 an ounce. By 2010, the U.S. debt was $13.5 trillion. Gold had risen to $1,421. Today, our government is projecting over $20 trillion of debt in the year 2016. Isn't it time? 
you own gold? You can't control federal spending, but you can control where you put your investment dollars. Goldline has safely delivered billions of dollars in gold to its clients for over 50 years. Diversifying with gold is a smart strategy. Call Goldline today to receive your free investor kit, 800-319-9027. Ask them about payment options and read their important risk information to see if buying gold is right for you. Use your credit card for safety and convenience. Don't wait. Call Goldline today, 800-319-9027, 800-319-9027. Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the Total Gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-852-1859. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now, 1-800-852-1859. That's 1-800-852-1859. 1-800-852-1859. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-299-3469. 1-800-299-3469. That's 1-800-299-3469. 1-800-299-3469. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! I'm not, a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me. The great Levi Stubbs on lead for the Four Tops, folks, met him in an elevator at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. I considered him the most confident man I've ever come across in my entire life. He just had an aura of confidence about him. Of course, he died about... Five years ago, related to prostate cancer and a stroke, but the great Levi Stubbs, the only lead singer of the original Four Tops. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing this hour. The next hour on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network on many of these same channels will be, of course, Ring Talk MMA. It's talking about UFC 165 and the John Jones. Wow, the John Jones throwdown last night. I mean, Alex Gustafson, he came to fight. We'll talk about that in hour number two. Now we'll go through the top 10 pound-for-pound fighters according to BoxRec.com. And I respect BoxRec, but this top 10 list is a little crazy, okay? I tell you, Floyd Mayweather, number one, no question about that. Juan Manuel Marquez, number two, okay. Number three, Vladimir Klitschko. I think I had to put Vladimir number two. But the bottom line is I got number four, 
Saul Alvarez. He just lost. He lost every round. I mean, do the Mexican people have stock in BoxRec.com or what? Anyway, Saul Alvarez is rated over Sergio Martinez, a reigning world middleweight champion. Rated over Carl Frock, the the uh, guy from the UK, the super middleweight. Rated over Timothy Bradley, who's going to take on Manny Pack. I take that back. Going to take on Juan Manuel Marquez in a fortnight. The bottom line is Danny Garcia is number eight. He is the world welterweight champion, 27-0, 16 KOs. Number nine, another bad choice, Bernard Hopkins. What's he doing in there? The guy's like 47 years old. Why isn't a number 10 guy higher on the list? I'm talking about next week's potential guest, if I can get a hold of this promoter, Tom Loeffler, Gennady Golovkin. What is he now? 27-0, 24 KOs, the world middleweight champion in a lot of people's mind. I mean, they think that, you know, Martinez, a little long in the tooth now, if they were to clash. Triple G lights them up like the White House Christmas tree. But that's the top 10 according to BoxRec.com, and I've got a lot of issues with that. Not with their number one guy, but Saul Alvarez in the top 10 considering all the fighters in the world? Come on. The guy just got lit up like the White House Christmas tree. He got beat. He lost every round. If you gave him a round, you gave it to him out of pity or a welfare check. That's what it boiled down to. You give a guy a little bit of a welfare check, some food stamps late in the fight because he hasn't won a round yet. But he hadn't won a round. He said he tried. But guess what? He didn't try hard enough, not in my mind, because if you're fighting the best guy in the world, and you're fighting in front of the biggest audience in the entire world, and you go out there and put forth a pedestrian effort, a lackluster effort. And I would say that it was a lackluster effort because he didn't really pressure Floyd. He needed to step on Floyd's foot. He needed to hit Floyd in the arms. He needed to hit Floyd in the chest and everywhere, the sternum. He wouldn't make contact. You need to make contact with a fighter like Floyd Mayweather in order to throw his rhythm off, much like he did Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Leonard, and, of course, Roy Jones. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, of course, and mixed martial arts as well. Don't forget, Saturday show, 11 a.m. Pacific time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and then Sunday, two hours, 11 a.m. Pacific time to 1 p.m. Pacific time, an hour of boxing and an hour of MMA, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the American Forces Network, and... The iHeartRadio Network. Radio Network. 